Welcome to episode 10 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. That's right, we've hit double digits, and with me tonight, Woo! as always, the fearless Perry Burkham. My name is Perry Burkham. And I am Casey Gibson, and uh, we are here to talk about Nintendo. Yeah, that's what we do each week, Tuesday nights. Ooh-wee! Yeah, and before we get started, uh, today actually would have been the late... Iwata-san's birthday, he would have been 57, so... We want to we wish him to a pay. happy birthday, but truly, yeah. it's just, uh, sort of brings back, uh, how sad it was and how early he was taken, and, uh, yep. just that a, was shocking. a true shame, yep. That, I honestly, like, was so shocked and sad when he died, so... Yeah, it hit, uh, it hit me like a ton of bricks, and... Yeah, it really did. Like, I, I don't care about any other <laughs> CEO of any other company like I do about Iwata. So, yeah, he's such it, a great guy. It, one of those situations where, you know, when a famous person passes, it usually, you know, it's like, oh, okay, that, you know, unfortunate. But it was uh, one that actually, you know, sort of made you step back and go, wow, you know, especially being so young. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, his legacy will live on. And, uh,. I, I hope to in a future episode actually do like a do like a like a yeah, segment a look back at his career and his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he's pretty amazing. Yeah, there's so many uh, aspects of you know Ninte- not just Nintendo I should say, but all of video gaming that has his fingerprints all over it that you know honestly most of us probably don't even recognize. Exactly. Yep. that we're gonna get right into what we've been playing and Casey yet again you have got something from the Wii U eShop yep I've been uh, I've been taking advantage of that yow shop Eehaw. <laughs> Eehaw. and uh, <laughs> I actually uh, ended up being uh, picking up the new title that we talked a little bit about last week on our, our roundup was uh, that Citadel, I believe that's how it's pronounced, Gate of Souls, the... I believe it's Citta Rusty Shackleford. That Rusty, he's always coming up in places that you know he shouldn't be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a totally a Castlevania rip-off game. Um, I I don't want to say rip-off, but... Like I an mean, ode, an ode, right? But or a... I, uh, um, it's... It, it borders that line of ode and... And, uh, you know, taking advantage of... Uh, I know, looking at some threads on Reddit, because um, I was trying to see, you know, what people thought of the game before I bought it, and uh, there wasn't too much um, opinion out there, but a lot of people, I guess, like, you could look at screens and you could see, like, backgrounds that are, like, that was in Castlevania 2, and then, like, that it's like a mountain rage in the background, and then, like, there's mountains in front of it, but it almost looks like that Mount Rage in the back is still intact from the other one. And um, I think I've seen somewhere that they were doing some patching because some of the artwork was too closely resembling that of oh, actual. Oh, weird. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. So, yeah, it, it's it, it seems interesting. But getting into the game, it, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, a Castlevania-esque game. It's got... Um, 
you know, more the older Castlevania, not like the Metroidvania style. And um, it's a it's a pretty cool little game. It's short. It took me just about over an hour or so. And oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's not a terribly long game. Um, and you end up going through, and it's you know you go th- you got to get to the castle. There's a storyline, something about like uh, you're a female um, getting to the a guy. Uh, I guess presumably your love. Um, is back at the castle and his dad's going crazy or something. You know, so the story wasn't super important, but that was the gist of it. So what you're doing is working your way to the castle, and then when you get to the castle, um, there's some more things to do, and then you ultimately go up and fight the, you know, the dad. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's your Castlevania game. It's 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 tough in some points and, like, super easy in other points. Which So, it, you know, the balancing wasn't great throughout the whole thing like some zones where like enemies do a ton of damage so there's some zones where um you get to you know you're scrolling to the right and then you get to a point where you can't advance and then there's just a ton of monsters coming out of behind trees and you got to kill them all and then all of a sudden then a path opens up so it's almost got like little kill rooms um and you know it like i said it's tough in some points but easy in other points um but the game has a ton of technical flaws. Uh, so when you, like, die, which you're going to die, you know, it's a Castlevania game pretty much, so it's tough, you're going to die from enemies. And when mm-hmm. it, you die, and you you know, you load back up pretty quick, what it does is it sort of, like, jumps you back to the screen you're going to reload at, but it's super zoomed in, and then it, like, it's there for a second, and then it sort of clicks back, and then you're into it. So I was like... <laughs> I'm like, that's sort of weird. Like, you'd think you'd want to iron that out, you know, before shipping it out. Sure. Um, you know, there's there's point where, like, volume is, you know, loud in one point and then not so loud in other points. And it's actually funny. The health bar, like, uh, you know, in your top right, you get health bar, how many uh, hearts you have for your sub-weapons and all that jazz. And when you move, it actually, like moves with the screen it's almost as if it was like a character on the screen you know like it's not oh. set <laughs> right right so it's it's sort of funky um i mean like that doesn't really you know affect the game at all but just weird like i said i don't know if maybe they had some technical difficulties right. like coding it and then it was just like this is an easy fix but just some weird things going on then there are like some weird f- frame rate also the volume like the weird different volumes i mean that's a that plagues a lot of mainstream games too where it's just like sometimes you can't even like understand what the people are saying because the music is so loud and and then it gets really loud and that's just kind of a common issue you know with a lot of stuff so mm-hmm. it, it's it's pro it's i mean yeah, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, probably, you know, like, yeah. for me to sit back here and be like, you know, on my high chair. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, I mean, you're the critique, so. But, um, so is this game, uh, I mean, is it Wii, is it a eShop exclusive? Yeah, oh, uh, Wii U exclusive for the eShop. Okay, so does it have any, like, gamepad things? Oh, actually, yeah, the, the gamepad is one of the cooler things they do with it, so... You, you're playing on the screen, and then when you look down your gamepad, it has the entire map laid out. Um, so, pr- pretty much how I was saying it was getting to the castle, and then the castle, you know, was the, the two 
big zones in the game. So each one of those is represented on the uh, the Wii U gamepad. So now, for instance, like you start in the bottom left hand of the gamepad, and you like the first level, you work your way to the right and you fight a boss. Then the second level, you like go up a tier and you work your way back left, and it sort of zigzags up. But like like I said, you can actually see the 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 entire level like as you're moving which actually brings me back to this is where i noticed that the 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 health bar was like its own character because i I noticed it was jiggling when i was watching the screen uh you know the tv but when i went Mm -hmm. down to the um wii u gamepad you see your character small running along but then you see the health bar down there also moving along with your character it it's so it's pretty bizarre but um but I thought the, the gamepad was actually pretty cool that you could see the map awesome. at all times. And it, it actually comes in handy when you're fighting one of the bosses. Now, this boss is you're up on, like, a, a bridge, right? So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you have, a, like, it's like a, a snake monster or something. You know, like, it shoots up from the bottom, and then uh, it, like, tries to bite you pretty much. But if you're looking at the gamepad, you can see, like, this, you're fighting this boss uh, on, like, the third tier, you know what I mean, as you're climbing up. So you can see it shooting through the the screens on the the first two tiers before it reaches your screen. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool, too, that it was like, okay, you can see where he's coming up, like, if you use the gamepad. And then that can, is really cool. You can do off-screen play. Um, you could switch it up where you could play on the gamepad, and then actually on the TV would display the map. But oh, that's cool. If you were playing off-screen, you could just switch it real quick to check like a normal map. You know what I mean? Like press yeah, pause like, to look uh, at Xenoblade, right? Xenoblade yeah. X. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cool. So I mean, it's an interesting little game. Uh, it's five dollars in the eShop. Um, like I said, it takes about an hour, a little over an hour to play uh, play through. And, you know, like, I, the actual gameplay itself isn't terrible or anything. Like, it, it moves a little faster than a Castlevania game. Uh, you know, they're the older Castlevania games, at least I've played uh, Super Castlevania 4, a little slower paced, you know, um, a little more methodical, where this one seems a little more uh, snappy and you can jump around a little more. Um, okay. So the, the gameplay itself was, you know, enjoyable. Like I said, I don't regret playing it, uh, despite its, you know, technical flaws. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I wasn't upset playing it for for an hour or so. And, you know, it's not super memorable, but, you know, again, it's not like I uh, dreaded playing it uh, either, you know? Yeah, I mean, from, from, what I, from what I remember, I mean, <laughs> I remember looking at the screenshots, getting, like, preparing for the episode... And I remember just looking like really cool, like the the pixel art was just, you know, fun and cool. Yeah, looking, so. yeah. Visually, it's a nice looking game. You know, um, I think they did a nice job with that. Clearly, it's very uh, inspired by Castlevania, so it's got that feel to it, and uh, definitely has that look to it as well. Sure, sure. But yeah, oh, maybe may worth it if you're you know a huge Castlevania fan, and you know you're you know you can get around a, a game not being technically great, you know? It's Like I said, the game still plays, so it's just got some weird, quirky things to it. Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the game, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're really into it, so. Now, uh, I've heard you've been playing a game that has some pixel art as well. 
It or does at least have some pixel art. At least half of it. it has some very recognizable pixel art. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, I guess a couple people might be able to recognize it if they saw a picture. Yeah, uh, this game that we are discussing right now happens to be the new hotness Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS. Woo! Now, I thought yeah. you weren't going to pick this game up, Perry. I know, I told you that I wasn't going to pick it up. Because it didn't have 3D, and I have it on Wii U, right? I was so, going to say, I think we have that on file, on the uh, record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do, and I, I, will, I won't deny it. Um, honestly, what made me want to get it was the uh, Super Mario Challenge that they... Uh, that they introduced and they showed off and this this is really cool because it's like 18 worlds of four four to like i've seen them i mean i'm on like the eighth or ninth world and like i think the eighth one and it has like six of them so i don't know how how many levels are going to be in each of them but they at least have four and there's 18 and then each of these levels have two challenges on them like medals that you get but uh just to lay it out first, the visuals are amazing on this game. Now, uh, like the it's it is like pixel for pixel, and oh really? Yeah, and it's like made for the screen, so it's like you're playing like these beautiful. It's like playing Super Mario Bros. with with beautiful like made like widescreen and. And then for Super Mario Bros. 3 and World looks amazing, the pixel stuff. And then the uh, the new Super Mario Bros. U style, it looks fine actually. I mean, it, it really, it kind of looks, it kind of looks like it was, I, I what I need to do is play new Super Mario Bros. 2 and compare them. I, I actually or, saw, um, I think it was a comparison picture just between the Wii U and the 3DS version of the, uh, of the new Super Mario style. And uh -huh. honestly, it looks damn good for the 3DS. I mean, clearly it's not going to be as sharp as the Wii U, you know, but I thought it looked pretty darn good. Oh, it looks amazing. It's super sharp, and it just plays well. So, I mean, when you when you add in a, a perfect frame rate with pixel perfect, you know, you know what, what you'd expect from Nintendo, but beautiful visuals, I mean, this is like an amazing portable Mario machine, you know? And, uh, and it has a huge campaign with that Super Mario Challenge. And it reminds me of the challenges from uh, New Super Mario Bros. U that I loved. I didn't ever beat all those, but... These challenges, these are all brand new content, right? Like, specifically made yeah. for the 3DS version? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I know that there is something like... There's something... I can't remember if you could remember. There's something like it in, new, in, in the Wii U version of uh, Super Mario Maker. Um, but it's not as extensive and but it like there are pre-made levels for Wii U. Remember those? Yep, yeah, but there weren't many, I believe, right? No, there weren't a lot. Um I don't even think I finished them because I was savoring them, you know, like mm -hmm. I did with Splatoon. Uh but yeah, there's a lot of them and they're all there's it's it's a, it's exactly what you'd want for for this game. So so what it is is it's basically a huge tutorial of not just how to make levels, like 
of course that that's what the that's what the end goal is but how mario works you know the rules of mario that was the big that was the coolest thing about it you know um like uh so one of the, so you know if in and this was also the unlock system it doesn't unlock like the other one did which i think was a huge oh that turn was off such for a, a lot of people yeah that was such a pain in the butt yeah and uh i mean i didn't really care that much because i just don't get angry at video games that much yeah. <laughs> but i mean you know it, the cool thing is these levels aren't necessarily super challenging hard um, and you could probably breeze through them, and so every world that you clear, you unlock a couple new things to use in Mario Maker in in for making. Yeah, that sounds like a, a much better approach than the Wii U version. Oh, it totally is because I mean I'm sure you could in within like an hour or two or three unlock everything if you really wanted to. Um, you don't have to beat the challenges to unlock the new things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, but these challenges are so cool. And they're so fun, and it's. I just hope that they implement this in any of the next Mario games, even 3D games. You know, they could do stuff like this. I don't, I don't see why not. But um, like um, one of them, like so. Usually, a lot of times the challenges are related. Like the first challenge. So whenever you start a a level, you can see if you press start, you can see what the first challenge is. Uh, but the second one, you have to beat the first one to unlock the second challenge to see what to do. All right, then. And then if you happen to actually do the second challenge, you know, without even knowing it, then it will unlock too, so you don't have to go through it again. Oh, after it's see, I, I like that. Yeah, the, the worst is when you yeah. do something, like, cool, and you're like, oh, man, I did it before I was supposed to, and then it just doesn't give you credit for it or something. It's like, oh, yeah. come on, you know? Yeah, I did run into a problem, and I'll tell you that in just a second, but I just want to give you examples first. Like, uh, for the first challenge of one level, it's... Uh, never hit the back like the left on the d-pad when mm-hmm. you're playing like going through the level and this is a level that has a lot of platforms and a lot of of falling space you know yeah um not a lot of ground and um so that's hard you know like to do that like you cannot stop yourself right you gotta just be careful and you're you know you're jumping through and stopping and kind of and just building your momentum slowly but then the second one is hold the right at the beginning and never stop holding the, the, the right on the d-pad and that's like oh my goodness that's super hard <laughs> you know it's like because now i can't stop you know so you got to get perfect and so that reminds me a lot of nes remix because that's uh, have you played nes remix i have yes yes yeah and it's fantastic and it's it makes those really little things really challenging and, and frustrating and fun in that sense um are they are they quick in and out like for um for instance for that level you're talking about you had to hold right clearly like you said you have to be perfect with all your jumps now if you aren't and you died do you get right back into the action nice and quick yep yep so the way it works is i think you start off with 10 lives i'm pretty sure um but and it, 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 it is kind of weird uh the campaign is weird because from what i see you can't just go back and pick a level Really? I don't even think you can. Yeah, I don't even think you can go back to a world. I, I might be be wrong, but I, you can't even go back to like a world and pick a level until maybe I beat it or something. The whole thing. But it's weird. It's like once you get into Super Mario Challenge, you either continue or start over. 
Hmm. And like I don't know if that means like start over like the whole yeah. the whole game. But I know you keep your challenges. I know that. Like no matter what if you get like it doesn't erase those, but um yeah, if you die, I mean it's it is quick. You just start back at the game and if there's a checkpoint, you know, on the level that you start the checkpoint. Um another example of the that I wanted to tell you is, of the challenges is like the whole level is full of goombas with piranha plants on them. <laughs> you know, those like son of a piranha goons. plant piranha plant hat, hats, you know. And uh, so the challenge is to defeat all and only the piranha plants. Oh man, that totally does give like a NES remix vibe. Yeah, 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 totally. And so you go through and you get your fire flower and you and you got to make sure you jump, you know, and make sure you don't hit them, you know. And then the thing with the fire flower is because I I always run when I play, you know. Oh yeah, of course. And then so whenever you hit the run button, that's the fire flower. And so oh, I got to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to jump over a Goomba, and I hit the Fire Flower and plucked him right out. And oh man, oh, it was so annoying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like that's the first challenge. And then the next one is defeat only and all of the Goombas. So you know you have these Prana Plants on top of the Goombas. All right. So you yeah. have to you have to hit right beneath it. You know. So and they're just... a smaller target. Exactly. Exactly. So really fun right i mean that that it's it's it gives you that that push to play that achievement you know that that is really fun that just adds uh it adds a replayability for, uh, replayability but uh a difficulty yeah know? okay yeah challenge challenge <laughs> hence yep, in the name yep. i suppose <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly um and so the last thing I want to tell you is what I was saying is how it teaches you like kind of how everything works in Mario and the challenges like to get these challenges you have to realize what you can do with certain items and it's really cool um uh one of them I was trying you have to get like a, it says like get like the get the one up mushroom and I know where it is and I don't know how to get up there and there's these Koopa shells and it's like I think that like I you can jump and throw the Koopa shell at the wall and then it bounces back and then jump off the shell. Oh yeah, and that's like super advanced stuff. Or it's probably not that advanced, but I've no, never that's definitely to do that. tricky. Have you ever actually watched like any speedrunners play this yes. game on Twitch? Yes. Yeah, th- there's yes. some insane levels. You know that yeah. like these pros take like hours upon hours to even like you know scratch the surface you know it people right, are crazy right. out there right so and that and that's like my thought right and i was like would nintendo really put make me do this for this challenge like like i can't do this yeah like, <laughs> you know? yeah where's the threshold <laughs> it, it was funny because i was like jill was sitting there with me ha- happened to come down and i was like jill i think that i do this and I did it and I jumped off it and I got up there and I was like oh my goodness <laughs> it was like the best feeling it was like super organic and like you know they didn't tell me what to do it was like you know like you would never know what to do really like you'd have to figure it out and so now I know how it works and then I, now I've been building levels to work on jumping off shells you know like mm-hmm. kind of as practice and stuff so super fun no that's uh, awesome yeah yeah and there's also one more thing if if you were to like speed run it, and you to unlock everything, uh, if you die like I think it's five times, 
in one level, then it asks if you want an assist item, and it starts you off with a power-up. Um, and I've never used one, because if you use that, then you can't get the challenge. Oh, okay, yeah. you can yeah. still beat the level, though. Yeah, but, that, um, that's nice. That's cool. But honestly, like, the challenges are not impossible, and that's what I really like about them, too. They're hard, and they're completely fair and doable. Like, whereas in New Super Mario Bros. U, doing the metal challenges to get gold, you have to be literally pixel perfect. Like, you really do. Yeah, no, that's... It's nice that it has that varying degree where it's going to be, you know, it'll appeal to a child who's playing and, you know, wants to be able to get through it and still can, but also leaves that, you know, for the people that really want that super challenge, you know, to to be able to uh, whet their appetite as well. Now, you can still get, uh, you know, I know they were talking about how you can't upload levels, but you can still download levels uh, with the 100 Mario challenge, right? Like, they still have the the way to play other people's levels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the course world still, and it's really ultra simplified, um, you know. But you can still do those. I think it's what is it like sixteen levels? Yep. Yeah, and you you move along the line or whatever. Yeah, and you can choose easy, normal, hard, and extra hard, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy to me because like hard is like yeah really the hard. the extra hard is for that uh, for the streamer. I feel like you know. <laughs> Yeah, there's people that are like really really hardcore with it exactly and uh yeah i i haven't i don't think you can down i think you have to be connected to the internet right to do that like mm-hmm. i mean all the time i don't think you can download all the levels at once obviously and stuff but um yeah uh the course words it's there and uh you can play them through you don't get any like, all that's there is the 100 Mario Challenge and then recommended courses. And then you can set up your street pass uh, to send or receive. And I, I don't think you have to street pass. To, I think you can just sit there with your friend and send them. You don't have to, like, wait to street pass or anything yeah. if you were to do that. Um, but you don't get any reward for, for beating a 100 Mario Challenge. That sort of stinks. Uh, but, I mean, I guess... It's yeah, it does personal uh, satisfaction <laughs> yeah no it, it exactly i mean it, it is just fun playing mario levels right i was gonna say do you know offhand like i know on the wii u version if you play a level on 100 you know 100 mario challenge you can download it right or, or tag it for a favorite or can you do that on the 3ds uh i don't th- uh, you might be able to download it actually because, yeah, I was wondering, because I, I know uh, you, you couldn't might be upload able to. and share, but yeah, I wasn't you, sure if you could download one that you liked. Uh, I actually don't know. I, I don't want to say you can, because I don't know. I, I've never tried it, but... You'll have to try later see an and option. back to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it just, it's, it's weird, that whole thing, but there's a... You can't, also, you don't see, like, where they die, you know, yeah. like where everyone dies. Well, um, yeah, that makes sense. It's not a huge guess, deal but... to me. It's not a huge deal to me, actually. It doesn't really. Sort of cool though that it, it when you're going through a level and you just see like everyone dies at the same spot. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and it's fun just seeing the the creativity of all the people that are designing. Uh, one, I mean, you just there's stuff that you don't understand that you can do. Like one of them was in using the music note blocks to move you can use it to move a thwomp over really you're that's, above it yeah that's awesome 
And so the this level I played, it was it was just like a one screen level. Like you can see Bowser and you can see the little axe to, to chop the bridge down. But you had and you know you had to dodge him. It was tough and you had to go up and and move the thwomp over to crush Bowser and that's the only way you could kill him. <laughs> that's that's really you know? cool. I, yeah. Like I think the I love that they just let everyone like go buck wild with creating and like letting all these things that like you would never normally you 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 know you never see in a proper mario game but that i'm glad they let everyone do all these kooky cool things with the the materials at hand you know and like just to see how creative people can get yeah like uh just one more example because i thought it was hilarious there's a long it's just open and there's a long tunnel of invisible blocks okay it looks like an open world but it, it's just like literally down to the down to the uh like one you like have one, one mario block. size yeah yep and you go to the very end and then bam there's a bowser jr who shoots fire at you so it's like so you're running down that way and then it's like Ooh! and so you turn around and run the other way you know and then you know bowser jr like chases after you so you're racing towards the front and then you jump on and then you're jumping on top of the invisible blocks that you were hitting on the way there to get back to the goal <laughs> that's really um, cool yeah so it's you know just i just really thinking outside even though it's really simple it's it's that's the fun stuff so yeah it's clever you know yeah uh and and the create mode if anyone's wondering everything is there and it works fantastic i mean that's what's so funny to me is like you know you really can only do this on the wii u and it's like uh you can also do it on the 3ds (laughs) you know (laughs) like that that was kind of like one of my things like with asymmetric gameplay you know that like when they were talking about wii u like nintendo land and stuff like the game person with the gamepad it's like yeah, but can't you do all of that on the 3DS, like, anyway? Like, multiple 3DSs? Like, yeah, you know what it's I mean? like the same effect, pretty much. Yeah, but it works awesome. I haven't really noticed any... I mean, sure, the screen is smaller. It's not that much smaller, though, on my XL. Um, but it's it's smaller, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem to cause a problem at all. So That's really nice to hear, because... It, it works yeah. well, yeah. It's awesome. Um, so, it's just, you know... Uh, when he gets down to it, why in the world would they take out all the online sharing and all of the mystery mushroom amiibo functionality? You know, because I, like, I was thinking about it and I was like, that like, 3DS is the biggest handheld, you know, system, and Super Mario Maker could have been like the biggest game on that system, you know? Oh, by and yeah, by a long it, shot. And instead, it's like they just pooped it out, you know. And it's just weird. Like, why didn't they include everything and make this uh, super hot game that everyone is like would want? You know, I I just everyone would want this. I if you had the online sharing and the communities, and so must have been you know getting ready for the Switch for the Switch version. Didn't want to make it too good. Didn't want to, and then also I mean maybe that's what I'm guessing, and then maybe. You know, creating an online community is not easy. And yeah. maybe they're like, you know, we're going to make one anyway. Let's just make this a really stripped down version, you know? Yeah, because I'm looking at the, the Wii U sales of uh, Mario Maker. As of September of this year, they've sold 3.37 million 
on a that's console crazy. that sold what? What did we talk? The, thirteen. Thirteen like ish. So yeah, almost you know a little less like than a, a fourth. Third. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Between a third and a fourth, it's like that's insane. Now pop that on to you know the we like because for me I think that the removal of the um, mystery mushrooms, I feel like like that stinks. Don't get me wrong, but like if it had online like sharing of your levels no one you know that might be a minor gripe but like you said it'd probably yeah, be exactly you know, it probably sell freaking 15 million units on 3ds maybe right. more maybe more you but know it's like uh it's so frustrating because yeah you're right but it's also like with the amiibo super mario maker is one of my favorite amiibo functionalities because i think it's just so simple and brilliant like if you have the amiibo you can unlock a skin and use it it's just so simple and then you also don't even need it. You can do the 100 Mario challenges yeah, and, unlock and unlock them. them randomly too. But that's still, you know, you're still waiting on that. Yeah, because I felt like when I played the Wii U version, I'd always end up going 8-bit because I liked the, the, the mushrooms. Yeah, and, and the thing is, it's just like that would have helped them sell Amiibo. That would have helped them sell new 3DSs like they needed any more help this holiday season. <laughs> We'll get into that later, but you, dude, you look on Amazon, you can't even find a new 3DS or a new 3DS XL. Yeah, those. I know the black ones were going for like I think 170 ish on. Uh, dude, on eBay. Uh, uh, new three right now. It's gonna change. The market's gonna change, but the new 3DS XL, a black one, used, two hundred and eighty dollars. Jesus. You can't even buy. You can't even buy them. That's crazy. It's just crazy. Now, at Best Buy, you can. Like, you can other places, but it's just weird. Anyway, we'll get in that in the in the, uh, in the Craigslist roundup. But, um, I, yep, uh, all in all, I, I really got it for the single player and the idea that I can literally play Unlimited Mario anywhere I want, you know? Like, mm-hmm. anywhere that has Wi-Fi, but I can just take it down and it's and and honestly i do have a friend that's gonna get it that we can that he's a fellow game designer kind of like me you know mm-hmm. and he he'll make amazing stuff and so i'll be able to play his stuff and so it'll be awesome and i'm very very happy with it it's such a good quality game with some crazy features that are not there that i just it's unbelievable but whatever but the also last the cherry on the top of why I really like it is because I went to Target on on Friday morning when it came out, and uh, I was planning on using this fifteen percent off coupon that they were having, and it was online. And I went there, and apparently on like the launch day they're having a special, or maybe it was like for the week or something, but or maybe it's still going on. But you can get this free super mario maker magnet set um with it yeah yeah and i didn't know this walking in i was like oh okay cool and so i was like so yeah so i get that and the guy's like and this other guy walks by who's like a manager or something yeah we didn't get those and they felt like really bad and they were like looking around like trying it was like they're like they thought i would be upset it was really funny because i I just didn't care at all like you don't have to lie you could tell us you were throwing a tantrum I need no. my dang magnets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just. And, but the funny, and I, I, I was standing there, and I was like, I'm gonna try this. And I was like, uh, I'll, I'll just take like a discount if you, you know. And I, and, and I could see the look of like 
oh, like there's a way out. Like he's not going to be upset. I wasn't upset at all. I mean, they didn't look like mm-hmm. they didn't look like mm-hmm. out, like they were mad at me or anything. No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I know. I really I just, wasn't. I know. I'm just busting your chops. <laughs> but yeah, but they gave me ten bucks off. That's crazy on a forty dollar game. You know, twenty five percent off. Yeah. You and know what? Because so, I bet you there are plenty of people that went in there and were like, you know, I, I demand my, you know, my magnets. I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe but, one. There's at least one. No, because person, I no, think. I was like, this was right when the store opened, so they were still like unloading stuff and everything. But um, I also had, to, I also asked him. I was like, okay, I'm gonna shoot for the moon here, and then I, I asked him for the fifteen percent off coupon, and he honored that. Oh and then man. Since we had, since we had the, <clears throat> the target red card, uh, we got another five percent off. So it ended up being like twenty four bucks for it can't um, beat that it in the be- it's like the best feeling because i was totally willing to pay 40 bucks but like i was like man i get two <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh yeah uh all in all i i really think it's very exciting and a very fun game uh and, and it, you know it's kind of thinking about the positives and trying not to think of the why you just know, enjoying why. what's there not why like what isn't there you know why did they not do that you know because there is a lot to enjoy you know so. mm-hmm. but i know i talked a long time about that sorry but let's move right. on to your second game and this is a game i'm so happy to hear about because i've never played it and i've been very interested in it and i want to hear what you got to say yeah it's it's not the the new hotness as we say it, it is quite an old game uh, I dipped into the good old Super NES Virtual Console for the 3DS, and I pulled out Pilot Wings. Now, have you ever played any Pilot games before? I have played the 3DS one. Alright, me as well, and I really like that game a lot. Now, it's it's not a game that you're going to play for 40 hours, you know, and all that, but, like, it, it was a nice... Ooh, I love the 3DS games it, so much. It was a nice, uh, enjoyable experience. Now, I was thinking, like, okay, like, it's probably going to be similar, but, like, obviously older graphics, and I was like, let's see see what it's all about, you know? So when you... And? It's great. I like it a lot, actually. Um, It's... So you open it up and like there's now throughout the whole game there's eight field tests I believe they call them, and um, so you start off and there's a light plane so you're in a little light plane flying around and like with those usually it's like there's either rings in the air or um, there's somewhere it's like take off then fly around and then there's like a ring really close to the ground where you gotta sort of like zoom down arc underneath it and then fly out and then usually you know there's a couple rings that you have to go through and then it'll be like all right and then land on the the airstrip you know so then you gotta you know come around and you gotta make sure not to go down too fast and you know you can uh, adjust um like your engine speed so you know you gotta start slowing it down when you get low so you don't run off the you know the the runway or anything yeah it's just like uh pilot on the 3ds yeah resort Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, fun. I, I, I like flying the plane. Then they have skydiving, which is, um, <laughs> they take you up on a helicopter and, like, you see, like, the little ladder and it's just like, 
and it like brings you up like three thousand feet in the air, and then you just jump off. Now and... hold on, uh, sorry. No, yeah, sure. Did you? This is the Super Nintendo one, right? Yes. Okay, I just I didn't even know if you said that. Sorry. I, yep. Not yeah. The no. 64. I, yeah. No, I said uh, Super NES VC. Oh, okay. Sorry, I nope, totally that, missed that. Nope, that's cool. Um, so then when you jump off the the helicopter, there's like rings on the way down, and now this one I found like sometimes it, I found it was nice and easy to control, and then sometimes I felt like I would be doing the right thing and it wouldn't work. So like you know you're you're going down flat, and then you like lean forward to move a little forward and then you could like sort of angle yourself so you go down faster and you got to go through the rings and then when you get to about a thousand feet you pop your parachute and then you gotta land and like they have these landings like little landing areas like boxes in the middle of the water so like if you miss man you're taking a drink and uh then you end up getting like no points for any landing and you're like you still get the ring points but you like that's pretty much like if you if you do that you're gonna have to restart. Um, then they have rocket belt, which is pretty much a jetpack. Which I, I love the jetpack; it's so much fun to like cruise around. And with these ones, it's like they have um, like little like bars, which is just essentially like three dots like in a stacked, and you gotta like fly through them. And then like you touch a couple of those, and then you have to go land. And again, it's like the little landing spots are in the middle of the water. And I, I felt like it's easier on the jetpack to land because you can sort of get to a hover spot, you know? And you can actually change your angles so, like, you're looking straight down on it and um, you can sort of land pretty easily. I thought the uh, the jetpack controls really well. Cool. Then there's the hang gliding, which is sort of a pain in the neck, uh, but sort of not. Like, what you do is, like, you're up in the air and then... Usually it's like get to 700 feet altitude and then land or fly through this ring twice that's at 300 feet of altitude and like they're like thermal currents that like you fly over and it shoots you up like a couple hundred feet so like you can keep doing that you know so it's not just like one fall and like in the beginning like I had trouble um, flying very well like I'd always like crap out. But then I realized just sort of like what you want to do is go like up, sort of get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Then you like aim down to pick up some speed. So you just sort of arc your way through the the crowd there. And then eventually, again, you have to land on a a spot down in the water. Now, (laughs) the biggest turn of events, this hit me, this blindsided me. Um, (laughs) I I sent you a picture of it. It was so funny. So... (laughs) So, as I was saying, like, you go through these different uh, field uh, assignments and you learn, you earn uh, your license, your pilot wings, if you will. So, like, the first one is, like, you have to just, like, each one they give you points for accuracy, time, you know, if there's rings, like, how many rings you went through, you get points for and all that jazz. You Uh beat that and you unlock the next one. So, I went through the first four and I unlock it and then all of a sudden it's, like, I got, like, flashed up and they're, like an evil syndicate has stolen three of our people and for political reasons our government cannot pursue you are the like you're the top qualified guy now that you've flown this light plane you've skydived a little bit used a hang glider <laughs> and a jetpack we're going to give you the keys to this helicopter with missiles and you're going to go rescue them <laughs> and i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> yes that picture that like hilarious. was so funny. It was like every the big red like 
this is serious. The evil syndicate. So we have, we have some bad news. Tony, Lance, and Shirley, while en route to Izanu Island, were captured by the evil syndicate based there. For political reasons, our military authorities cannot attempt a rescue. <laughs> that is amazing. That oh, really is good. Localization was killing it back in the day. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, like, the helicopter is super fun. So, like, you, you fly up and, like, you're flying over this island, which is tons of trees, and then you'll see, like, turrets shooting up at you. So, now your L and R triggers act as, like, the left, mach- like, gun and the right gun, and you shoot missiles. And what you gotta do is you gotta go around shooting them, and then all of a sudden you find the base, and, like, a, you see, like, a little helipad um, down at the bottom. So, you're like, alright, that's where I gotta land. Let me take out all these turrets. And it's pretty tricky. The, they come firing at you. Um, I found that if you were turning, it was hard for them to hit. So it's like I, I was like always trying to turn and weave and bob. And then like they actually have turrets like hidden in the tree. Because like, when you look down, you can see like a little square. And you're like, okay, that's a turret. But they actually have some like hidden in the tree that come out. So it's actually pretty tough. Um, but then eventually like you clear that out and you land down. And then the three little sprites run out of the base and they jump in and... You're the hero, and after <laughs> that, yeah, after that, you unlock um, four more, which it goes one by one. So you unlock Field Test Five, and now they start. It's like similar to the first four, but like they add new elements to it. So, for instance, on the fifth one, I believe, like when you're flying the plane, it was like it was snowing out. So now the um, the uh, pad, the landing pad, the landing strip, excuse me, if you will. Um, it's icy, you know what I mean? So it's tougher to land, and, like, the wind starts to play uh, bigger roles, and, like, you can actually feel, like, the wind pushing your, you know, your helicopter, uh, your plane, so you gotta, like, sort of combat it. And, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. Um, they, they get, they start getting really tough. Like, right now, I'm on Mission 8, which I believe is the last one, and then I believe there's another helicopter one afterwards, and I think that's, you know, the, the full game. And it's really actually pretty difficult. Um, thank God for save states. Um, right. Just because, like, so, um, like, the Mission 8 right now, I need to, it's one of each. So there's, like, a, a plane, a skydiving, jetpack, and the hang gliding. And, like, you need to get 320 points, and you can get 100 points for each one. And, like, the plane I'm pretty good at, so, like, I usually get a pretty good score on that. But, like, the, uh, the hang gliding is tough sometimes, and, like, the... Um, the skydiving is also pretty tough so like it stinks when all of a sudden you land in the water and you get a zero and it's like well crap now I need to restart this whole flight test otherwise there's no like with a zero there's no way I'm gonna get it you know what I mean so it would be a pain in the neck without the save states like I started using some save states where like alright like I've done this light plane one a couple times and I get a pretty good score every time so I'm just gonna save state it and I'm gonna work on trying to to get a decent hang gliding time so then this way like you know i don't have to like okay wait for him to tell me you're probably not going to pass this would you like to retry and then have to reboot it every time you know Mm -hmm. so the save state's actually a pretty nice feature i think um i mean obviously like i'm getting through the game quicker because of it so you know i guess it's cheating a little bit but i think you know if you're going back and just want to play through the missions and I, i think it actually is pretty nice yeah, so, I mean, the controls feel good. Yeah, like I said, the the plane feels really nice, and the, the um, jetpack is nice. 
The hang gliding was a little difficult at the beginning, but now I got the hang of it, so I feel good with that. The only one that's iffy, like I was saying before, was the skydiving is a little... Because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, all right, like I'm leaning a little forward because I want to move a little forward to get to that ring. And sometimes it works like a charm, and I'm like, okay. And then other times I feel like, oh, you're not moving, and then like I, I do it a little further, but now I'm falling faster and I miss the ring anyway. So that's the only one that is a little finicky for me. But mm-hmm. overall, I think the controls are, are solid, you know. Um, the game's fun, and the music is, is awesome. Um, there's, like, nice, relaxing music. And then, like, I feel like uh, the song I'm probably going to pick is the, uh, the Jetpack. And, like, it's nice. And, and then all of a sudden, like, they have, like, one instrument come out of nowhere that, like, sounds so funny. <laughs> it's like, it sounds like someone's <laughs> just like, ba 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 And you <laughs> like, they had some guy from the, yeah, like, like, try and emulate that guy just singing terribly, you know? Yeah, no, overall, so, I, I really liked it. Now, wasn't this a, a launch game? I cannot uh, confirm that it was a launch game for Super Nintendo. I know it was for N64. Famously, yeah. it was one of two launch games with Super Mario. And I think it was pretty early on in the 3DS's uh, library, right? Pilot Wings? It was yeah. a launch. Was it? You know what I think? Yeah. I feel like Pilot Wings is their go-to launch title because, like, looking at it, it's, like, not a super in-depth game, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they can, like, early on make, like, a good-feeling Pilot Wings game and it's a fun title to play, but it's nothing, you know, like, strenuous or, or crazy to develop. So, I would, I, I hope they make a Switch Pilot Wings, man, for launch. That would yeah. be awesome. So it was released very shortly after launch in in Japan in 1990, but it was it was a launch title in North America in 91, and uh, it was released in Europe in 92. Cool. So yeah, it was a launch title for the SNES. So that's kind of weird. It's for SNES, Nintendo 64, and the 3DS. They all have uh, Pilot Wings. Come on, Switch! Come on, Switch! Come on, Switch! Now, I'm Heck wondering, yeah. uh, do you know offhand, do they have Pi- Pilot Wind 64 on VC? I, th- I think they do, right? Uh, I, th- I think so. Yeah, I think they do. Because that's definitely, I think, they do. I think, a game I'm going to want to go check out at some point. Because, yeah. like, I was really just thinking, I was like, honestly, I like Pilot Wings a lot. Like, every my, yeah. every game I've played is, like, a ton of fun. My, my friend swears by Pilot Wind 64. He says it's one of the one of his favorite you know most memorable games because playing there's like a map on there that's like the united states it's like <laughs> the united states map and he said just it's so fun just flying around and exploring and stuff so yeah yeah i'm looking at screenshots it looks really cool i might have to uh we might be talking about pilot win 64 in an upcoming episode <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean that that's enough about pilot wings uh for the Super Nintendo, but I heard you've been playing a game also that's a little bit old, but I guess brand new. Ooh, yes, you're correct. 
That would be The Legend of Zelda. Twilight What's it gonna be? Princess. HD. New and old. Yep. New and old. So, yeah, I'm playing through this game. Uh, I never finished it when it came out, the HD one. You uh, oh, oh, a few I, months ago. I was just gonna call you a monster, but <laughs> no. But remember, I didn't have a Wii when it launched. Uh, when I did get it in 2009, though, I did get Twilight Princess, and I did play through it and loved that game. So uh, I played through the. I did beat it when I could. Okay, so just back off. Okay, <laughs> just. All right, I'm putting my pitchfork down. I'm putting it down. Okay, good. Um, yeah, uh, let's just get right into it. So I really like the intro of the game. That's one of the most divisive things, I think, that people talk about, uh, that it's so slow. Yeah, it's a slog to yeah. get through sometimes. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think it's really important to set tone, uh, to set the tone of the game and to really relax and breathe and introduce characters. And it's just that's very important to me. Build so the world, I love know? it. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I think it does a very good job. Um, but the funny thing is I think the pacing of the first half of the game or the first three dungeons, you know, kind mm -hmm. of just how it, I feel like that's really bad. Um, I think that it's really long. It's not the intro, but I think it's just the first half of the game is just kind of off um, with its pacing. Um, you know, and, you know... It's kind of like a Wind Waker. Um, Wind Waker has awesome uh, pacing because you have your island, and then in between your islands, you have this. You're sailing on this beautiful, you know. It's like the most beautiful yeah, video game I've ever seen. Yeah, like you could just and, appreciate what's going on, even though you're not yeah, really doing much. And, but what you're also doing is anticipating what's coming up in the horizon and seeing it and it's like oh man that's another island like a brand new like what's this gonna be yeah what that's secrets what secrets does that island hold yeah like what am i gonna do and it's just so much fun and so you have that perfect amount of action setting sail adventure and then it's it's it it's a time to relax you know and and look ahead and enjoy the scene and then coming again like so it's just going down up very nice dynamic so um, I just feel like this first game, it, it's a, I mean, the first half of Twilight Princess is just a, a, just a slog. I really think, I mean, which is a shame, but it, it's good. No, it's I, good. Know it's just, I know what you mean. You get bored. It's just kind of boring. That's all. It's good, but. Um, do you, do you like being Wolf Link? Like, it, is that part of what's slow for you or, or it was that something you actually enjoyed? No, I really like the feeling of being Wolf Link and, and getting it and running around and attacking and you really feel like a dog <laughs> you really feel <laughs> you just like how, dog. yeah just how, how you like you know you grab someone something and just kind of shake it and you know there's like those the pose are crazy because you attack them and you like rip their heart out of them <laughs> and you know it's savage, like and you collect the, yeah yeah um but uh yeah <laughs> the only thing with wolf link is uh, i he fights he definitely fights fair when he's uh when he's fighting those boblins so. <laughs> because that's the one thing is like you know you go and you attack him 
and they fall down. And then, you know, you're sitting there spamming the attack. But they're just fine. They're just getting up. And you're trying to, <laughs> you got to wait for them to get up again and then attack them, and then they're dead. But, um, you know, so you got to, you know, he, he does have some integrity, you know. Yeah, he's got morals. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think one of the biggest and best parts of the game is the sound design. Just the sound effects, the music... It's creepy um, sometimes. The the yeah, like the uh, the water. I'm in the. I just beat the water temple, so I just got out of the of of what I was talking the about. Quote the quote unquote three. boring point. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's not. No, no, I know. I know. A little boring, <laughs> you know. But the slower uh, part. Yeah, the slower part, and uh, you know when you're in the when you're in the dungeon, the water dungeon. It's just there's so much reverb and you can hear like the echoes off of the water and just the running water and everything just sounds exactly how it should and and surprises you. It's just really cool. Um, and then just you know the whole twilightness, that sound that you hear and the sounds of the the shadow things and like the yeah, like just, I said, it's off-putting, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Zant, you know, we oh. all know Zant. We talked about Zant. He's so cool. Uh, I love and me some Zant. And funny. But uh, yeah, I just really appreciate the, the the design of the sound and and the the. Uh, it, I was. It's funny because Jill, we were just she was just getting ready to go to work this morning, and I was playing, and uh, and she's like, "This is just this song is beautiful." You know, and it was just this really cool piano melody song that was playing. Uh, and yeah, just gorgeous. I mean, I wouldn't say the soundtrack is as memorable as Wind Waker, of course, but. Not um, much is. Because Wind Waker is the best, you know. So, but, uh, but yeah, um, love the design of the Twilight things. I just think that it, they really did create this kind of timeless art style. I know people people kind of knock it for like the realism as opposed to like wind waker but it's looks really good i mean the the hd even makes it better but i mean i think it looks like a great game i don't feel like it looks gross or anything the ground sometimes is just a flat texture across the whole field yeah and there are definitely points where i feel like it just sort of like hard angles like down you yeah. know but like it doesn't bother but me you know the there's game a was, charm to that though yeah the game like it, was made in 06 well it released in 06 so you know like it's an old game you know like it, oh, it makes yeah. sense that this game was in development in like 2002 yeah so, so yeah <laughs> yeah that doesn't bother um, me uh i do have some nostalgia for the kakariko village um it's just this that big town. I think it's Kakariko. I hope that it's the big. It's the town that's like on the mountain, uh, and it's like a, it's like a Wild West type theme town. Oh yeah, where uh, Mallow opens up the shop, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yep. Which is the funniest character ever. Oh, it's so just should a, be in Smash. A little entrepreneur. <laughs> Mallow or Mallow from uh, from Pushmo should be in Smash. <laughs> They should be they should be together as a duo, but yeah, um, love that town. I just wanted to mention that because just want to give a little love. Uh, and then <laughs> the writing is actually pretty good. The story is actually pretty good. I mean, like the 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 screenplay and everything, the the design of the models and how they and how they it's they look very natural and and really good. The animation does, uh, but uh, 
one of the lines is when you're trying to sneak out as the wolf from the pub and you're like walking above everyone and you can like listen to what they're saying and and one of this guy says uh he's talking about how he heard about this guy named link that was that saves you know someone on the bridge and he says uh and then he finds out that he isn't from the city and he's like well this may sound horribly elitist but people who do not know the city simply do not know fear. <laughs> you know, and I thought that was so funny. Like, you know, just that was just put in there. And um, it's so funny because I bet you that's a text that 95% of the people probably just overpass, you know? Yeah, yep. Um, exactly. So it's little touches. Um, I also wanted to mention, because I don't think this gets enough love, but I also playing this through i wanted to crack open the old hyrule historia and look at the, the concept art and stuff and i highly if if you have beaten the game i highly encourage um looking through that because uh, there's some spoiler stuff they kind of just lay out stuff flat um but yeah hyrule, have you do you have you have it yeah, obviously yeah, right yeah it's awesome the to- and there's actually a lot there's like 20 pages at least of of Twilight stuff, I think so. I might have to check that out after. Uh, we're yeah, yeah, here. do it because it it's really cool. Um, like I learned that uh, there was gonna be a, there was gonna be a male version of Impa. Really? Like an an old man version of Impa, like Impaz or something, Impaz or something. I don't know how to say it, but mm-hmm. no, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so I'm gonna be playing this too. I'll probably talk about it next show. Uh, I maybe I don't know, but. Uh, just to, real quick, just about the Wii U version. I just oh, want to talk and hit some major points here. I was going to say, I don't know about you, but my favorite thing about the, just pretty much the Wii U in general, but like especially when it comes to Zelda games, it's, it's just so nice to have that menu at, you know, your inventory at the yes. a touch of a, a tap right there yep. without having to go into a menu and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that the greatest thing? I feel like a Mega Man would be perfect, right? Like oh, we were talking yep, last yep. week. I'm gonna Wouldn't miss that be perfect that. if if you could just tap tap the upgrade on the bottom screen, you know? Yeah, that would be so. I don't nice. know why. They, yeah, that would be cool. But um, yeah, it's awesome, and you can just drag you just drag it to whatever you want, and exactly. I love how you how we have that in four of the games now. We have the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for 3DS, and you have the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And it's um, all gonna go away with the Switch. all second stream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I love that. Also, the motion controls are implemented very well, just like Wind Waker. Uh, so, you know, you kind of think that, oh, it's more like the GameCube version, but it kind of has some of that Wii stuff, too, just with the aiming. But yeah. it's, it's better. It's just better because you don't have to point at the screen. No, I've always liked that with, like, the slingshot or the arrow to be able to – or the boomerang, you know? Yeah. And then also something that you wouldn't think about, but – it used to be at the beginning of the Wii U library, you could just kind of always switch. Like, some I remember some games had you could just drag the screen down, and it would bring like the top. It would bring the game onto the gamepad. It was like a little gimmick thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, you can at any time switch to the gamepad. Um, like, at just just press my, the minus button, and it goes to the gamepad. And uh, that's an awesome thing. I think that like. I remember like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, 
Like you cannot do that. Like you have to like stop the game and relaunch the software. Yeah, that's or like so go to the weird. very yeah. and then switch. You know, because I think they had they just had have to put all of their processing power into making that game. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I think that game will definitely be on Switch. Tropical Freeze. I bet they'll be they'll do a remaster of that. Anyway, that was just a little thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just a something that is nice with a Zelda type game. It looks great on the screen. It's a long game. It's good for off TV. And then just the last but not least, the uh, the HD, the high definition graphics looks fantastic. Mm, um, amen. It really does. It, I mean, it sure it, it just looks like a really cleaned up version of the original. It's like it's like how you remember it. Yeah. Because when you go back and play it now, it's like, oh, how did we play like on like composite cables and stuff like that? Like it just you know looking at it in, on high def it's just it's really nice and the font looks pretty nice and and everything is crisp you know and they redid a lot of textures and like link's model and stuff it looks really good yeah no it's it's definitely nice to like you said it it just adds that like what you thought it looked like back in the day like i love that just that little touch is enough to be like okay you know this is perfect yeah um and funny funny enough so like this was at the very end of my gaming uh before i kind of stopped gaming for a little bit for like a few years and then came back but i had actually i had actually pre-ordered this game on the gamecube when it was called wind waker 2 <laughs> that's how, that's, that's what gamestop funny. had it as isn't that funny isn't so. it it's actually did you see uh the recent news that apparently they were gonna make like a, a wind waker 2 but then uh, yeah. that backlash of the uh, cell shaded graphics is what shifted it to Twilight Princess. Uh huh. That makes so much sense. But I'm I'm kind of glad that happened because I think that I like Twilight the, Princess is awesome. So. Yeah, I like the changing. You know what I mean? I like the different. I yeah. mean, I love the. You know, I wasn't one of the people back in the day that was against the cell shading. I thought it looked great, but I like having sure. different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just kidding laughs> I, I like having different, you know, graphical styles for our Zelda games. You know what I mean? And I feel like with the Breath of the Wild, it's like they're hitting that perfect mark that's between the cell shaded but also the realistic styles. It looks like Wind Waker. It, You're right. It's totally cell shaded. It's and the cool, perfect and then match. It, like I feel like it's the it perfect marriage between the two. It, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I I just want to say. It's not my Twilight Princess is not my favorite Zelda, you know, but it, it is so good. It's such a great game. Like I I love the game. Like I said, I forgot I forgot how amazing it was until I went and replayed uh, the HD version, and it really is a great game. I know a lot of people look back at it sort of like, oh t- yeah, Twilight Princess, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, the only thing that I think goes against it, and also for it, is that it's so similar to Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it yeah, they definitely took that mold. I think you know? I think they were like, all right, people didn't like Wind Waker cell shaded, like let's give them a a more gritty style, realistic Zelda. Let's bring back the the tr- tried and true formula of Ocarina of Time and let's do this thing, you know, and well, yeah. And and it really they make I think that Wind Waker uh Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess really make up that really cool trio of games where it's like you have the ocean game, then you have the sky game, and then you have like the original land 
game, like yeah. Ocarina of Time. You know, it's kind of like what we all imagined Zelda would be like on the GameCube. That's yeah. I've never, I've never thought of it like that, but that's a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. Yep. But um, yeah. So I think that'll do it for what we've been playing. That's a nice hefty little portion there. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that was good. Yeah. So uh, let's take a little break. Come back, and it's time for the eShop Roundup. Eeehaw! Eeehaw! <laughs> back and boy do we have a lot for you guys with the eShop Roundup. The eShop Roundup! Yeehaw! And a bunch of good news and rumors to talk about but before we get into all that we do have a physical release this week and it's a game we just talked about right Perry? Yeah Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS. Yep retailing at $39.99 unless you're Perry in which case you get it for about $24. yep (laughs) Uh, I I think that was the really only uh, physical release of consequence this week but then we get into the the good old eShop roundup and uh, and starting us off on the Wii U you want to take this one sure Uh, so there's a little download game called shoot the ball it's a little touch screen puzzle game where you shoot the ball. See? Yep, you Very take the ball. Very clever title. You take the ball and then you shoot it. Yep. It's kind of sick in a certain sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a buck 49. Uh, and that's the, really the only Wii U download game this week. But there are, all, there are also, there's also another uh, Wii U virtual console game. What is that? Ooh, it's a good one. Advance Wars Dual Strike for the DS is uh, came yes. out, and anyone who hasn't played an Advance Wars game um, is surely missing out because it's a yep. great franchise. Um, yeah, and it's a great entry in the franchise. Yeah, and you know what? The Wii U Virtual Console is kind of the Advance Wars Virtual Console, right? I mean, you can play all th- the first three of them almost, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if they if they do Days of Ruin. Uh, you know, I just wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so you could play the whole, like, all of the Advance Wars on the Wii U, which is pretty cool. Days of Ruin was sort of like, it took like a weird dark, dark turn, right? I don't think yeah. I played, I don't think I played that. It was that awesome. Way. It's awesome. It's really good. It, it's really fun. It, it's, it, you know, I think that the first three games are so similar. I mean, like, even like the same sprites and the same... Yeah, they, they just the same music and everything, you know. So it it was just nice to get a little away from it. it sure, it was a little silly, kind of, but it, I love that game. So they also uh, had some some uh, fixes, right? Um, you yeah, were talking this, about last week, news. right? With the Majora's Mask discount, or yeah, whatnot? yeah, it it wasn't allowing you to do the the two dollar discount if you owned it, but you can now. So Still didn't good. get it. Yeah, hopefully nobody got burnt by, you know, buying the whole game over again. But I'm sure they probably credited it or maybe gave you some eShop credit or something if that something, happened. Something, right. But also, this is really good news because I, I didn't buy this game because of, of this problem. But the F-Zero X controls are 
they either are fixed or they're getting fixed, um, which is awesome. I'm so glad because that was really weird that the problem they had. Now, did you get F Zero X? Uh, I didn't. I was also a little concerned about the controls. Okay, because um, I remember you planned on getting it. Yeah. I, and then you didn't. So, yeah, I didn't know if that, that's funny because we both didn't talk about that, but we both didn't get it for the same reason. Although I think I might have actually went to check. Are we sure F-Zero X is only, that might only be for Europe right now. Oh, is it? Okay. I, I think, because I remember I was like, oh, I want to, like, look into that, because obviously, again, it's a game I hadn't played, which was like, you know, it, you know, I like F-Zero, so I, I think it might only be for Europe at the moment. But oh, interesting. But don't quote me. I'm trying to see. Uh, I don't see it on this list here, so I think I think maybe that might be a game we end up getting eventually, but yeah. not at the moment. Well, if if they're fixing it on one, then they'll yeah yeah they'll, maybe they'll get it. maybe that's why they ended up not releasing it for uh, in North America. You know, maybe it had been planned to be released like a, a couple you know weeks or whatever afterwards, and yeah, because I don't see it on this list. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye out because that's definitely a game I'd be interested in downloading. Yep, I have never played it before, so yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on to the 3DS eShop. Uh, we got, you know, Super Mario Maker. You can download it there if you don't want to get it physical. Um, Honestly, for Super Mario Maker, that might not be a bad title. If you are, if you don't need the physical copy, it's probably a great game to have on your console at all times. It really is, because then you can always just get on and play Mario. I mean, any, like, brand new levels, yeah, it it is really good, but I gotta have that physical. Yeah, we're we're we suckers like to, for tangible items. We like items. to get physical, physical. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's also this other game called Cup Critters. Yeah, I saw that uh, one. That one looked a little weird, but yeah, yeah it's another it's one another of those dollar forty nine games where you know it, you don't mind almost if it's terrible and you play it for a half hour. It's like. It's like I bought a soda, you know what I mean? Yep, exactly. A soda. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you moved from Montana and, and you said soda pop? <laughs> Ma, I want a soda! <laughs> uh, yeah, so then you also have this actually pretty cool looking game. New 3DS exclusive, Hyperlight EX. Yeah, this was actually um, when I was looking at games to to, to get. Um, it was this was up there with Pilot Wings. I was it's like, tempting. you know what? Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Yeah, twin stick shooter, and it's like insane looking. It looks like Geometry Wars. I heard it's really tough. Like it's yeah. a very challenging game. I heard it's. I heard someone say it's tough but fair. Something I th- like that. Somebody, I think Zach Miller, but I could be wrong, uh, wrote a review on the site for it. Um, I could pull it up. Yep, Zach Miller uh, wrote a review on uh, Nintendo World Report. So you can uh, go check out what he has to say if, uh, if you're interested in that game. Yep. Now, we've got some new uh, Nintendo, uh, excuse me, new My Nintendo downloads this uh, week, and a lot of them have to do with. Uh, Legend of Zelda being uh, the 30th anniversary. Yeah, and it's funny because these are from the 25th anniversary. <laughs> Isn't that funny? These videos, yeah, they're just but... reusing, you know, <laughs> repackaging. Yeah. yeah, so did you download these? Um, I have not. Um, they looked interesting, okay. but you it was one of those... That. Yeah, it was one of those ones I wanted to do some more research on, and then 
you told me that you got them, so I figured uh, sure. I'd let you sell me on so, them. So these came out a long time ago, like five years ago, <laughs> on the 3DS, on the uh, Nintendo, on the video app, the... Yep. You know, I forgot. Is that what it's on called? The Wii, Nintendo right? Video? No, no, no. On the 3DS. And these are... I mean, they might have been a version of it on Wii, too. But I... No. It, these were filmed in 3D. And it's like the coolest 3D you've ever seen. It's so well done. Like, it looks amazing. That's why it's just... Just from a technical standpoint, it's awesome. But... So these are three... Um, these are orchestral recordings... Uh, video recordings of of them recording. I think for the soundtrack that was included in the Zel in the Zelda in the Skyward Sword. Oh Maybe? yeah, that that yeah. I think I remember that twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. like it was like a fifty minute CD. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and there's a there's like the one of them's the main theme medley. One of them is the Ballad of the Goddess from Skyward mm, Sword, and then the other that. one is the yeah the Great Fairies Fountain theme. That features dueling harps, uh, and it's it's really cool. All three of them are so cool uh, and fun to watch, fun to see three D. Great opportunity, even though I know it's. It, I remember I used to show it to. I remember I was showing this to my grandparents five <laughs> years ago, showing them the three D because it was so cool. And you know, my 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 grandpa is a is like a music major and everything, so he. Uh, he loves seeing it. You know, he has deep appreciation yeah, he's for music and, and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a cool thing to show people on the 3DS. And I just now, I wish they would have done more. You could buy those with platinum coins, right? That's right. They're a hundred platinum coins each. Oh, so, that's not even that much. No, finally something to spend those yeah. stupid coins on. That overpiling and, of uh, my little jar is overflowing. You know. Yeah. Exactly totally worth it i mean to get it but um yep uh we also had the uh, along with those the legend of zelda 30th anniversary theme that you could get for 200 platinum coins did you get that one i sure did yeah, yeah. i need to go on my nintendo and get all this because like you said i've got plenty of platinum coins and they're not getting yeah, spent man. on anything at the moment so yeah they're awesome and then the la and they also put Flipnote Studio 3D on there, which is that what a funny game, what a funny thing that that ended up being Flipnote. It was just it was such a long-awaited thing that everyone was looking forward to, and it like never came out. And then finally, it came out like as a Club Nintendo reward, like as it was leaving or yeah. something. It was something weird. Like oh guys, we forgot like, about this. Yeah, it's just really weird. But yeah, you, you can download it now. It's like, why isn't that just on the stupid eShop? Just put it on the eShop. <laughs> you know? But it's, it has to be, you know, eh. whatever. Well, that that's what, 200, uh, 200 platinum platinum as well? So. Yep. Yep. If you're a noob and didn't already get it. I don't even know if I got that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I loved it on DSi. I, I made some amazing videos, some movies. <laughs> I, uh, oh, but they're all lost. Because I sold my DSi. It was the funny. Dust in I, the wind. I sold my DSi on Craigslist like before the 3DS came out. And I would still get a... Because they, they kept buying stuff on the eShop, on the on the DSiWare. And I would get the coins for those in the Club <laughs> Nintendo. I was Racking like, ha, ha. Yep. 
Well, at least you sold it to someone who who went on the eShop and stuff. I know. I, a I know. A true That's Nintendo crazy. fan. I know. They got like no, it wasn't. It was like imagine, imagine cart babies or oh, something. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> like imagine farming babies. You know, princess cart pony <laughs> babies. <laughs> farming babies. That that just got dark. But um, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, dang, man. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, those aren't technically on the eShop, but well, no, they are though. They are. You download them from the eShop. They, uh, yeah. Uh, on my Nintendo, they give you download codes, and then you go download them, and then uh, you get the, th- the theme is from the theme shop. But well, even if not, I think they could. My Nintendo downloads could be honorary eShop roundup material. You know. Eehaw. Eehaw. Yeah, and that'll do it for the eShop roundup. So let's hear the jingle. The eShop roundup. Eehaw. Mm. All right. That's my favorite jingle yet. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> like, you say I, that every time. I, ha- I have the email saved up, so, like, every once in a while, like, I'll delete a couple emails, and then all of a sudden, like, my last email will be the, the, um, the Giddy Up Roundup. <laughs> I love that jingle, yes. man. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoy it. I hope other people enjoy it too. Uh, you're the one that wrote it, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's go into the news section. I don't have a news. We don't really have a good name for the news yet. We'll have to come up with something. You know, breaking news. Um, <laughs> so uh, you hear uh, about Pokemon Sun and Moon? It's um, pretty popular. Yeah, I'd say so. It's like in the first nine days, it sold over seven point five million copies, which is in the world insane. It I is. think I remember. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think like lifetime for like Omega, uh, Sapphire, and Ruby and all that. I think was like fourteen or fifteen million like lifetime sold up to right. uh, to date. So it's pretty insane that Sun and Moon has sold just about half of that lifetime in nine days. Yeah. That's, that's like, that, that's insane. Yeah. I, I know it was said um, it was the fastest selling Nintendo game, I think, in North American history. I think we touched on that last week. And I, the numbers just keep on going. And honestly, with Christmas upcoming, they're only going to keep selling more. I know. It, it, I know. You're right. I just hope they printed enough. You yeah. Know? So. Goodness. Good for them, but uh, yeah, let's no, move awesome. on. Uh, did you catch the game awards? Um, I did. I little bits. Uh, mostly, I watched like highlight clips the next day, and um, sure. we did have some Nintendo winners though. Yeah, I mean, I see that the it's good because I think Breath of the Wild won the most anticipated award, which is I'm so happy because it is the most anticipated game. So. And honestly, it, it had some pretty good company. Like, Horizon looks really cool. Zero Dawn, I don't know if you really checked that game out. Um, uh, not really, but yeah. I it's a Sony a exclusive that looks pretty cool. And yeah. there's a couple of the really good-looking games, and it just shows you Nintendo's got some, some pull, and when this game drops, man, I hope it freaking sells like gangbusters. Yeah, man. Yeah. We also um, had uh, Pokemon Go won the best mobile slash handheld game, which whatever. Boo! I'm pretty sure Fates was in the category as well, which obviously is a bajillion times better than Pokemon Go. But 
for the yeah. cultural phenomena, I guess we can give it to Pokemon Go. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, th- I think so far, let's see, game of, so for 2016, I don't know, handheld? Maybe Metroid, maybe? I don't know. I love that game. Yeah. I have to look through. Hey, this is a good time to bring up that we're going to be doing the game of the year. Ooh. Uh, the the week after Christmas, the the last week of this year, we will be doing them. So, oh, I look can't forward wait. to that. I yeah, me too. Wait. It's gonna be fun. Uh, and then they uh they showed Shovel Knight, Specter of Torment. Oh uh, man! And I mean, I don't really know. I didn't see anything. I only saw the trailer, and then I've heard people say it's a standalone prequel. See, yeah, have you I, heard this? I I it didn't say like what it was because i know they had so much free dlc coming out but yeah i don't know if this was a part of that or yeah if it was like a standalone title um i mean either way i'm fully in if i have to pay 20 30 40 dollars for it you know like okay let's calm down well (laughs) i mean if it's like a full blown new title you know i wouldn't mind spending full retail price for it right right but I mean, obviously, I'd love to get it for free. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's. I mean, probably Switch now. I mean, uh, is it? Who knows? I hope they bring a uh, Shovel Knight port to it. I hope it's on 3DS. Actually, I I love the 3D so I could, much. I could see it being both. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would yeah. be weird. I could see it being all three, just because of how how they already have it on the Wii U, and that, that was kind of like the a big seller of it and yeah you know, i mean if I it's just see it on all three if it's dlc then it'll i think it'll 100 percent be on wii u because yep. they've already you know have in place the dlc you know because they already had one they had that come out so. system yep yeah exactly so. that whole ecosystem but uh moving on from uh the game awards actually i believe this dropped this morning right uh, about the final potentially box boy being released i guess it's know. called Goodbye Box Boy, so one might yeah. <laughs> <laughs> incline that it is indeed the final one. But I don't know. I don't know why they're just announcing that it's the last one. It's like why don't why would <laughs> it just seems kind of silly to me. But what if we want it's, more and you want to make more? Nope, nope. This is the last one. You, you know, know what? They they must be. It, they're taking the uh, Uncharted uh, method where they they want everyone to know this is the final game in this epic trilogy. And, uh, I mean, they got to drum up some hype, you know? That's true. And I think they've drummed up some hype with a little plastic figurine that is coming with it, also known as an amiibo, that looks fantastic see? and hilarious. <laughs> because It looks so good. <laughs> is it is it QB? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Something like... I, I, I couldn't I think really... it's QB, because that... Whatever. But that character, it's just a, a box... <laughs> It's just a white box with like eyes. It's just hilarious. I feel so. like I, I need to get that amiibo and sit it next to my Wii Fit trainer. Yep. Yes. <laughs> like she Wii could Fit, stand on him. <laughs> Wii Fit trainer and like Chibi Robo, <laughs> like put together. That's what that is. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. So awesome. It comes out Groundhog Day in Japan. Yeah, and I think and they're actually gonna release all three on one game, right? Dude, like a yeah. Physical release. Yes, that is so exciting to me. I hope they do that here. Yeah, Wouldn't I would be totally awesome? be in. I'd be in on that. Because Have you played I, the other box boys? I only played the first one. I didn't get the second one yet because I've been busy with other games. I've wanted to get it, but it's like now I'm not going to get it because I'm going to get the trilogy. 
Yeah, no, I got the, the second one. I didn't beat it like the first one, but if I could get three, uh, a physical three pack and that cute little amiibo, where do I sign? Giddy you up. know? Yep. So we're we're still waiting on a Western uh, thing like uh, announcement. So yeah, well, hopefully we get one. Yep. But now well, moving on to what we have titled Switch Madness. Mm, more juicy leaks coming, and you know we're just over a month until the uh, January 12th reveal, so I, I have a feeling more leaks will be coming in the coming weeks, but uh, somebody oh, that baby. on Twitter that goes by the name Laura Kate Dale, I've seen the Twitter thrown around before on some other rumors and leaks, so I guess she knows what she's talking about. It's probably um, some creepy guy, but yeah. <laughs> well, for starters, they were talking, uh, or this person, she said that Dark Souls 3 is running on Switch, and I'm going to read a little blurb that she put on uh, Twitter. It says, According to one of our sources, From Software has Dark Souls 3 running on the Nintendo Switch with a level, level of performance they are happy with. They have not committed to releasing yet, but discussions internally at the company have discussed the financial viability of re-releasing the main three Dark Souls titles on the Switch with their DLC bundled in. Um, the plan would be to release uh, the Switch version of Dark uh, Souls 3, if it's uh, greenlit, to release it on the same day as the DLCs coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that that version would have all of the DLC included as well. So Interesting. that's a pretty, pretty good title to have, I think, for Nintendo if they can pull that. Yes, I think that's a that's a good uh, fan base, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there are uh, there's a rabid Souls fan base, and I think a lot of those people would like to play it on the go. Um, you know, it, it seems like a game that that people have trouble putting down. You know, so if you could have that. And on your lunch break at work or wherever, whip it out and play some Dark Souls for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you ever played a Dark Souls game? I have not. I have not either. I've played Bloodborne, which, from what I gather, it's sort of like a an easier Dark Souls. I mean, it's still really tough, but like I, th- I think it's more forgiving. So it would be interesting uh, to put Dark Souls on a Ninten- Nintendo console for the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more intriguing. Yeah, it would be one of those where, given what other games were out at that point in time, you know, like I, I would consider picking it up for sure. Sure, I yeah, I exactly that's where I'm at. Just kind of, I would definitely be more interested in looking into it. We'd be covering it and everything. So, but let's keep the madness going. What else did we learn from Mister Laura Kate Dale? Yep, she or he or whoever that person is. Uh, let's see, they have said that. The um, the system uses USB, which is great if that's uh, how it charges. You know, get rid of the pride. Pro- ah, I can't say that word. Proprietary. Yep, I always mess that up. That's um, okay. Charging that would be nice to just be able to you know, especially with like, you could just grab like one of those like iPhone cubes to plug it in in the wall. I'm sure it would come with something similar to that, but just be nice because mm-hmm. you could pretty much charge it wherever you you know. There's USB right. plug everywhere. Um, right. They, they were also saying that um, when it is docked, that the will be able to produce 1080p on TV. Um, and they were saying the dock is incredibly lightweight and actually relatively cheap to produce, with the idea being that 
you might be able to purchase these docks separately later. So say you have two TVs in your house and you can have a dock at each one. So, you know, you, you won't be mm. limited to playing on just one TV. You can sort of pop it in wherever you, you want. Which I think would be really cool because, you know, as, um, you know, my girlfriend, we don't live together. So, like, to have a dock at her house and at my house would be super ideal, you know? Yeah, you're right. You know, this is kind of off topic, but I was just thinking... The, the idea of playing locally, like not on the internet, like let's say Splatoon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you come over to my house and you dock it on one TV and I dock it on a TV next to it. And we're playing just wirelessly with each other, not relying on any internet. Like I wonder, like, wouldn't that, isn't that a weird concept of like systems connecting to each other and not to the internet? I don't know, like, but on the TV. It would be cool. I mean, I guess if you think back to the um, Switch initial YouTube reveal, they sort of do that when they're playing basketball, right? They connect the two to each other, and they're playing basketball yeah. against each other. No, they definitely do that, but it's like, can you do that when so, it's docked? I wouldn't see why not. Exactly. So that would that's be interesting yeah, to me. I bring back think, some like, old LAN parties. <laughs> well, think about it, though. It's, it's so much more appealing. It's like, well, if it were playing Mario Kart... Instead of having four players on the screen, you have two players on the screen on two different TVs, you know? Like, that's actually practical, and I could see it actually happening. Same with Splatoon or something, so... That would be awesome. See, that, I mean, that, like, that, would be the, that would be the how could we get four-player Splatoon, you know, going locally. And that would be with two TVs, you know? Yeah, like, that would be really cool. It's just two-player, but if you have another Switch, you can do four-player, so... Or we but, just yeah. get four TVs, and we each have our own personal TV. That would be so fun. <laughs> yes. And then uh, the final uh, leak, this person, they actually, a report came out that they were blacklisted, I guess, from any Nintendo, uh, I, I guess, inside information where, you know, you'd have to yeah. sign an NDA. I guess they've been blacklisted from that. Um, so they kept the good, the good old leaks keeping on coming. And this one is pretty interesting, and uh, it's a shame, actually, that it never came to fruition. But I, I'd say so. Uh, this is another blurb from their uh, her Twitter. According to sources at N- Nintendo, back in early 2016, K- uh, Koei Tecmo pitched the company on creating a Star Fox-themed Warriors title in the vein of Hyrule Warriors. This title would have been uh, very similarly featured largely mainly uh, melee combat between characters from the Star Fox universe alongside some dog, uh, space dog fighting gameplay. Uh, it was turned down by Nintendo due to questions regarding the future of the brand. The, oh my uh, goodness. The project would have avoided motion controls, focused on alternating missions between ground combat and simplified space combat system designed to be simple to control and visually over the top. It is unclear to which system uh, the project was pitched for development on. While the project never left design stage, we have been told that they still want to work on the project, uh, work on another Nintendo franchise Warriors title, and Nintendo uh, is open to working on such a project. So, man, that would be so. I think that would be so perfect. Yeah, it seems like it would have been really cool. Um, I mean, I, Hyrule Warriors is such like a so much fanfare, and just anyone who loves Zelda can. You know, even if you don't appreciate the the warrior style of gameplay, 
It's like still me. just yeah, but you probably sunk hours and hours and hours into that game. Yeah, yep. and it's just it's just like a like a celebration, you know, like of all the bosses and all the lore and all the cool yeah. characters. So it would be really cool to have seen that uh, love, you know, put into a Star Fox type. Or well, exactly. Title. Oh yeah, that would have been so cool. I just thinking, you know, taking the risk with Zelda. You know, with Hyrule Warriors. Well, maybe they're thinking Zelda's so big that it's that even if Hyrule Warriors stunk, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't kill the brand. And but it's like with Star Fox, is there's not a lot of it. And now if there's another game that comes out, you know. So I, I guess I can see where they're coming from, like when they say the future of the brand. But but it's just like that would have been like a cult classic, like a really really weird game, like a Star Fox Dynasty Warriors game, like that's crazy and i always thought that like i think it like the concept of a mario dynasty warriors game like how weird that would be you know well i was thinking that the game we really need kirby warriors kirby warriors (laughs) see i could see that that makes more sense than mario though (laughs) like you know what i mean like i could see playing as meta knight and 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 king ddd you know yeah, and, and you Kirby have different and, weapons and stuff, so it would make sense, yeah. Yeah, and like and Prince Fluff from Epic Yarn, that'd be awesome. It but like with Mario though, I just you know, it's just not a brawly Yeah a, a thing. It, but you gotta have Waluigi. I just think it'd be so creepy. <laughs> you have like the Wario and Waluigi tag team. Oh man. I could yeah. even see Donkey Kong Warriors, man. Just freaking Donkey Kong rolling around beating the crap He'd be out of in people. It. He'd be in it, yeah. I know, it'd be awesome. Nintendo Warriors, man. Yep. So, that was another thing that I want to have... Because of the uh, Rayman Rabbids, the Rabbids, you know, Mario crossover, mm-hmm. I was thinking we should have a segment talking about what we think would be good crossovers. Because just good for Nintendo, good partnerships for them. But I was thinking that might be kind of fun. So, we should do that in the future. Yeah, that'd be that'd be one we'd have to plan out and ahead and really think of some good ones. Yep. But that'll do it for uh, for our uh, right for the old rumor mill. Yep, that's uh, yeah the the rumor mill switch madness. I'm I'm sure by the time um, we post this episode on Thursday, there'll probably be more rumors coming out. I really do think we're probably in that point where uh, so there's exciting. just going to be more and more coming. I I wish we could just cut all out just no rumors until the 12th and just be you know so surprised but time will tell all right well we're gonna take a little break we're gonna come back wrap up the show with a little craigslist roundup and also a another contest we're gonna be uh, or uh, maybe not con drawing i probably a giveaway yeah we got another a giveaway. giveaway we got another giveaway because that's what we do because we love everyone that listens to this and wants to you know and wants to get stuff. You like it. Yes. And it's a good one too, so. Yep. So we'll see you in just a second. It's that time of the show where we get to hear about all Perry's Craigslist finds and how much money he's rolling in over there. 
yeah, I'm not running too much money this week, but uh, I did make a, an investment of $150 for a new 3DS XL, a black one. No, what was it? It was black. Yeah, yeah I thought, yeah, the black one you were saying. And uh, at so, like I was saying before, these things are selling like crazy. Like they're going up and up and up on Amazon because, uh, because the, you can't buy them on Amazon. They're out or something. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, I ended up selling that thing for about two hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, no, a little over two hundred dollars. I could have sold it for more, but I just didn't really want to. I wanted a quick turnaround. Was uh, that a, was that with and boy box? was that quick? Nope. It's just a loose console. A loose console, dude. But what I did do, what I did do, is I packed in, I gave it the charger, because this also came with a charger, and three DS games. Uh, oh, some sorry. of those filler games you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, yep, yep. I put like a stupid Sonic game and two other DS games. That probably only hurt the value, man. I know, I know. Oh, they're, they got I gotta take Sonic with this? Uh... <laughs> uh, return return uh, but it also came with uh, Pokemon Sun in a box mm. and that's kind of what made me want to get it because I was like you know what I'll just pay for the system and get a free get a free Pokemon Sun in like 40 bucks and that's what it was kind of like so uh, I literally picked it up from the guy at like 9 o'clock in the, no like 10 o'clock in the morning and at like 11.30, I had sold it on Amazon already. Just the, the system. So we're looking at a, an $85 profit there. It's a little one, but uh, kind yeah, of little. It's, I mean, Pretty good you, for the investment. When, when you turn the game around in like two hours, I mean... It's a good, yeah. Or the console in, a, in two hours, it's a pretty quick quick yep. bang for your buck, you know? Yep, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep Pokemon Sun. And I actually gave it to my wife. Uh, I want her to play it. I think she's gonna like it. She played through Pokemon Blue, or like most of it, when it came out in the Virtual Concert, Virtual Console. <laughs> the on old her, Virtual uh, Concert. <laughs> concert <laughs> on her uh, on her 3DS. So uh, yeah. No, I think she'll like it. It's uh, like I said, I'm having a blast with it. I'm probably uh, next week. I'll probably be able to wrap that one up and talk about it. Cool, cool. But that'll do it for my Craigslist roundup. And that brings us to our giveaway. Now, we were thinking, all right, it's a the holidays are quickly yeah. approaching. You might have noticed the jingle bells in our uh, our intro. Yeah, and we were thinking, what's uh, the best way to get into the holiday spirit, and what's uh, what's it's better so than obvious. a giveaway? Yeah, a nice little giveaway for. You know, if you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday you uh, celebrate, a little gift to, from us to you. So, this week, we uh, will be giving away Donkey Kong Country Returns and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze uh, for the Wii and the Wii U, respectively. And um, to do so, to be entered into the uh, the drawing, it is uh, simple. You go to our Twitter, which is Talk Nintendo Pod. that's Talk Nintendo P-O-D, and we're going to have an image up there that has Donkey Kong swinging in. Picture of, uh, you know, with with the two game logos on there. And what you're going to have to do is like that, retweet that, and follow that. And that uh, those are each, or follow, I should say, follow our uh, Twitter. 
And by doing each of those, you'll get one entry into uh, the giveaway. So you don't need to do all of them. If you know, if you don't like retweeting stuff, you can just like it. You know, follow us. That'll you'll get two entries instead of three. You know, whatever. And uh, we're also going to make a post on Reddit, um, the Wii U subreddit, and uh, for a fourth way to enter, uh, you can go on in there. And we'll probably ask something about, you know, what's your favorite gaming, you know, holiday you know, gaming. You know, this is memory. what I was going to say. Uh, just for here, uh, if you want it for an additional en- uh, entry, if you could re- give us an email of your top five games of the year yeah. for Nintendo systems. I was thinking that might be a good idea. Yeah, no, I like that idea also, yeah. That way that we could, can start reading those out. Yeah, we can, um, yeah, as we bring up to our our top five and our game of the year. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. So, total five ways to enter, and um, we're going to be posting that up on, uh, probably tonight actually, I'll post that image up tonight, and then we can, we'll pick a winner next Tuesday, which will be the December 13th, We'll pick a winner uh, at random, and we'll send it away, and you'll have it uh, in time for Christmas. And just or a couple Hanukkah. points here. Uh, this will be this is the Nintendo. These are brand new copies of the Nintendo Selects versions. Yep. For the Wii and the Wii U, and, and there's one winner, and they're getting both of them. Yep. So, yep, we're not giving them away separate. So you get the you get the the retro. It's the retro DK bundle holiday bundle. There you go. Yep, the old DK Holiday Bundle. I love it. Yeah, and so they're both they're fantastic games. So, yes, unbelievable, uh, very good games. And uh, we got one last little plug here, or not a plug, but it's something. Uh, so, uh, Radio Free Nintendo of Nintendo World Report, uh, the site that hosts our podcast. Uh, seriously, this might be unbelievable, but just celebrated with their 500th episode. Which is bonkers. They've been... That's crazy. That's just unbelievable. I listened to it. It's a really nice episode. Uh, they talk about their history a lot um, and a lot of fun stuff. Uh, kept it rel- relatively simple from their other uh, benchmarks. Format, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, Really cool, um, and congratulations. Yeah, that, that's pretty Nintendo. much what we want to say. Is just congrats on 500, and uh, here's to 500 more, you know? <laughs> I expect 500 more. And uh, without uh, further ado, that brings us to the end of the show. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at TalkNintendoPod, TalkNintendoPod on Twitter. Again, you can find all the contest details there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Case underscore Jets. That's Case underscore J-E-T-S. And Perry, where can they find you? Uh, that would be at P. Burkham. That's P-B-U-R-K-U-M. As in mother. <laughs> Alrighty, and that's going to bring <laughs> us to the end here. <laughs> it's a good note to go out on, so we'll catch you next week, guys. <laughs> Give me up. I need my dang magnets! Ma, I want a sodi!